Hey, what's up? This is Chris Gray, and you're listening to the ZFM Sport Podcast. And it's Messi! It is the cleanest of clean finishes from the best on the planet. It's time for the biggest sports stories. Chelsea, the UEFA Champions League winners of 2021. The biggest interviews. That uh, such a great spectacle is ruined by such such thuggish behavior. And all the analysis right here. He's the one player that has the arrogance to think that he can play in any stadium in the world and any pitch in the world in front of any player in the world and take them on. Every weekday, it's my sport, it's your sport. It's ZFM Sport. Let's join the team for the biggest show in the world of sport on ZFM Stereo. My station, your station. So very good evening, Zimbabwe ZFM Sport on a Friday. It is a fire Friday because uh, this weekend sees the conclusion of this edition of the UEFA Champions League. Who will be crowned the champion of champions as they say uh, but locally and domestically we've got some news we're covering as well in the studio Sean Tafirinika is our, our producer we've got Alice Wunjira he's here and my name is Barry Manandi now the Castle Lager Premier Soccer League is back this weekend and Dynamo's assistant coach uh, Gift Umbro Muzadzi says he is hoping for a quick resolution to the impasse which led to the suspension of head coach Tundarai Stanzandiraya as they face her rentals in match day 16 this weekend elsewhere Highlanders are adamant that caretaker coach Joel will bark instructions from the bench when they face APC Kariba despite him not possessing a CAFA coaching badge as required by the FIFA club licensing. And around the world in 60, we have updates from the United States, Monaco, as well as New Zealand where Crusaders ease to a 28-15 win over the Queensland Reds in Christchurch to lock down a second spot in Super Rugby Pacific and book a home playoff with the same team. In the beautiful game, which is the second half of the show, it's all about the UEFA Champions League final where Liverpool manager Jurgen Klopp has insisted he is not out for vengeance in the Champions League final as two of the most successful sides in European Cup history Liverpool and Real Madrid meet in the final for the third time in Paris tomorrow night and I repeat for the benefit of DJ Smith the most successful teams in Europe that's our show today gonna be a good one the Warriors, the Chevrons, the Cheetahs, the Mighty Warriors, and the Sables. From the pool to the track to the field, we are Team Zimbabwe. All right, get in touch with us uh, on 0731 That's 0731 That's our WhatsApp number right here in the studio and on social media. We're at ZFM Sport. Our podcast is available immediately. Or, well, not immediately. The day are 24 hours after uh, the live airing of the show on every platform that you get your podcast. Uh, that's Apple, Google, Spotify, or wherever it is that you'd like to get your podcast. Uh, simply search for ZFM Sport. And don't forget to smash... That subscribe button. Let's take a local sports news roundup. Then we're talking the top tier of domestic football. The home front. Local sports news and analysis. Right, quick. 
Cricket. Uh, the Lady Chevrons are back in business and have started preparations for the ICC Women's T20 Cricket World Cup qualifier set for September. Uh, the venue for the competition is yet to be announced, but the women's, uh, the Zimbabwe women's team is already in camp preparing for the event. Uh, this will be the fifth edition of the Women's T20 World Cup qualifier and will serve as a qualification tournament for the 2023 ICC Women's T20 World Cup uh, tournament. In boxing news, super welterweight star boxer Brendan Boyka Deans uh, has Dennis <laughs> says uh, he will put his body on the wall when he faces Azerbaijan opponent Roman Zakrov in India tonight. Uh, this is a non-title eight-round bout. That is, however, an eliminator for a belt contest to be staged in Russia in July. That means Dennis should win the fight against Zakirov uh, to qualify for the title showdown against a yet-to-be-known opponent. The bullish Zimbabwean boxer said he was ready for the battle. We wrap it up bodybuilding news uh, that uh, Alois thinks is not a sport, but it still is on our sport news. <laughs> Bodybuilders from different parts of the country are said to be to flex uh, their muscles at the Odyssey Ironman Zimbabwe build Bodybuilding and Fitness Competition uh, taking place in Kadoma this weekend. The competition promises fireworks with contests in six divisions and a number of top contenders participating. Athletes will compete uh, for the senior men's bodybuilding, junior men's bodybuilding up to and including 23 years category wheelchair men's bodybuilding and men's physique and men's fitness uh, that's bodybuilding and that's our sports roundup we're talking the Castle Lager Premier Soccer League Hi my name is Rune Shamba my tour is Super Striker you're listening to ZFM Sports Faro to Barberfield, Mandava to Nyamunga. All the perfect moments in the Castle Lager Premier Soccer League come together on ZFM Sport. All right, now Dynamo's assistant coach Gift Umbro Munazadzi said he was hoping for a quick resolution to the impasse which led to the suspension of head coach Tundirai Stanzandiraya, who was barred from conducting his duties by club management, missed the better part of the week when the football giants were preparing for the upcoming match against the Rentals, which is set for the National Sports Stadium on Sunday. Well, for all Dynamo's fans and those that love Tundirai Stanzandiraya, uh, the news coming through, the breaking news filtering through is that uh, the suspension of Tundiraya Stanzandiraya which took place on the 21st of May uh, which was pending an internal disciplinary procedure has been lifted. Uh, some of the points in the uh, Dynamos uh, statement uh, which was uh, signed off by Tinashe Farao the spokesperson for Dynamos uh, reads as follows in line with the principles of natural justice. The coach appeared before a disciplinary committee uh, yet on yes yesterday, that's Thursday the 26th of May 2022 to answer on allegations uh, bordering around non-compliance with work standards agreed practices, procedures and uh, agreements Resultantly, the facts surrounding the alleged misconduct were established and the club has taken a prompt, fair and firm corrective action against the coach. In the premises, uh, in the, premises uh, the head coach's suspension from work has been lifted and as such, he resumes his full duties with immediate effect, meaning, of course, that he will be on the technical bench come Sunday when they take on Herentos at their now favourite hunting ground, the National Sports Stadium. That will assist the Dynamo's camp in greater part uh, but the turbulence that took place surely may just uh, there may be some residual uh, um, uh, effect after the, 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 the tumultuous 
occasions and events of the past week? Yeah, uh, it's, it's, going, it's, it's going to be uh, very interesting you know, to see how it goes, you know, with, uh, with Dynamos and uh, in looking at the turmoil, you know, in their camp and uh, uh, with Gift Mzadzi uh, on the technical bench as the head coach. You know, I'm, I, I'm, I'm trying to wonder and trying to think, you know, usually when... Uh, oh, but Stanza will now be back because uh, he resumes duties straight away uh, with immediate effect yeah you, you, you get what I'm what I'm trying to say Bay. he was not there the whole week sure it was gift him mm-hmm. so that's why I was saying I want to try to understand what is going to happen whose tactics how are they going to be <laughs> yes. yes who or were they was Tonde giving instructions for training while he was on suspension, knowing that he was going to come back immediately? Uh, you know, the, it's, it's kind of like chaotic. It's just interesting to just see how right. they play right. uh, this coming weekend. And, and uh, that's, that's an interesting point that uh, Alois makes there. But um, one would then argue that um, assistant coach Naisim Chekela and Tundera Indiraya pretty much have the same philosophy. They, they, mm-hmm. they sort of uh, prepare teams in the same sort of manner. Yeah. And with a, with a game like Arentos coming up, you would think... Dynamos wouldn't be preparing more for the opposition. They'll be more preparing for how they can impose themselves on the game. Yeah, man. Um, if you watch Dynamos, it's very clear how they play. You <laughs> shut up shop at the back. Deny give the you, ball to Bill. Yes, give the ball Bill. to Bill and and Bill will find Orotoba <laughs> and they score a goal. So no doubt that again, I think that's what they've been working on throughout the week, just to make sure that they are defensively solid and they will look to get what they can get on the counter attack and. It's been um, a source of discontent from some Dynamos fans who want the team to play more expansive, more attacking football. But um, I think this little mishap and uh, the lack of communication from the club could have a negative impact on the club because we actually don't know what Ndiraya did wrong. And if you take a look at the statement, they're saying that the facts surrounding the alleged misconduct were established and the club has taken a prompt, fair and firm collective action. But what is the misconduct? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is yeah, he yeah. guilty? Is he not? Because if he's not guilty, it seems like he's not because he's been reinstated. But they haven't communicated clearly where the coach overstepped. The only thing that I can think of is him refusing to do uh, the, a, a press conference yeah. last week yeah, uh, yeah. against, I don't know, two weeks ago uh, before the game against Highlanders. In which case it would have been stated, uh, Alois, that uh, his misconduct included not showing up for, for media duties and so on and so forth. It, it, it's been shrouded in mystery, so one would uh, assume that it was probably a personality difference uh, with someone very powerful in the, in the club. And if it was that, Alois, chances are that difference hasn't been, it's probably been papered over, but it hasn't come to a conclusion. Meaning that any slip up by Tondera and Diraya, I can't see him finishing the season. Yeah, I think uh, when it when it comes to that, uh, probably Agato Teiwa. Yeah. You know, Agato Teiwa and uh, moving on thin ice. You know, uh, like you're saying, yeah. You know, I think for this one, I think it was like you're saying, uh, personality differences and uh, probably he explained himself out of it. You know, whatever he was, was being thrown at him. You know, fly, fly. What we, what we, we heard lately was about the team traveling mm. away and uh, the son of Bernard Marriott was left behind yeah. uh, together with two other players and then it, it was a, there was a fracas like it, it, they thought that he had made it deliberately 
to leave Marriott Sun. Marriott Sun, yeah. Yes. You know, they thought it was deliberate. Oh, he's a kit manager, yeah. So, yes, but so then it, was, it wasn't so and probably explained. But lots of issues swirling. Uh, but you got to say to yourself that if Dynamos plays according to their roster, plays according to their potential, they should be able to swat her rentals aside uh, because this is a team that they've had the wool over for for uh, many moments, many games. And I don't think that her rentals is one of the bogey sides for, for uh, Dynamos. Meaning that uh, should they be able to put this in the back of their minds, the result is almost a foregone complete conclusion. Yeah, because you're looking at um, Herentos 8th on the Casolaga Premier Soccer League standings. Um, they, um, I, don't, I, I don't think they, they'll cause Dynamo's um, a lot of problems, but this is the one thing that they have going for them, that this is a, a club that's coming in under some controversy. They could have some off-the-field issues distract them, and they wouldn't be the first club, you know, to suffer because of what's happening off the field. Um, across in England, Thomas Tuchel was very vocal yep. about how the sale of the club and everything that was happening around that was a distraction for his players. Um, I thought it was a cop-out. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think it was a cop-out as well. So, so again, maybe even if Dynamo don't manage to win this game, they could attribute it to that as well. Yeah. It's given them an, an excuse, but um, um, I felt the club hierarchy should have community should have communicated clearly. This is the one of the biggest clubs in the nation, and not to state what's really happening, and for us to be speculating because there are also allegations of um, insubordination yeah, 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 and, yeah. and corruption, but. What is the insubordination? What is the corruption? They're not it saying. actually never said. They're yeah, not saying. And, and, so. and also, I think uh, Tundra Ndiraya himself, and we keep talking from a club perspective, but from the coach's perspective, yes. I don't think he's in a good sort of headspace because this has been a very public spat. And when you're sent on suspension, I doubt that you come back with the same energy, with the same zeal yeah, uh, as you did initially. So I think there's going to be problems for uh, Dynamos. Henry Kakopa, uh, out in Dublin, in Ireland, uh, says, happy Zimbabwean football is back this weekend. Sculptor Colin has also got in touch and Sculptor Colin says uh, that uh, um, welcome back guys. Uh, Dynamos must apply true sports management acumen. Zifa does the same. Uh, who among us is better? Nonsensical hogwash what Tinasha Farao is made to slosh in the public domain uh, to trivialize the coach. I expected the statement to be more diplomatic. Statement steals credibility from our disciplined uh, coach. So Sculptor Colin reckons that uh, the um, uh, the statement takes away more than it gives. Bottom line is Tundra Indiraya will be in the dugout. He'll be assisted by Naisim Chekela and of course Gift Umbro Muzadzi was hoping for a speedy conclusion uh, to this issue. It is has been concluded and therefore we now have a measure of stability at Dynamos. Not so in the black and white half of uh, Bulawayo where Highlanders are adamant that caretaker coach Joe Lupala will bark instructions from the bench when they face ZPC Kariba in a Castle Lager Premier Soccer League match at Nyamunga Stadium tomorrow, despite him not possessing a cafe coaching badge as required by FIFA club licensing. Highlanders caretaker coach Joel Lupata, however, uh, said preparations went well for Boso this week. So he continued to at least fulfill his media duties. We, we have been trying. I think we had the back. We had the break. Last week we didn't manage to play, so it gave us uh, a little bit of time to work with the boys. Um, we all know that uh, uh, the head coach uh, had left, so you know sometimes when a leader leaves, yeah, there is a lot of 
things that needs to be done. And um, the second, that uh, the boys, uh, they have come to the party. Uh, we have seen uh, the senior players trying, you know, to pull together the team. And I can assure you that everything is going well. The training has been very good. Um, we've got the personnel to, to work with. Uh, the senior players, the captain is here. Uh, the second captain is here. I'm very, very confident with what I've seen. Uh, the training, very, very happy. And uh, this is Highlanders. We, we, we were expected, you know, wherever we go, to go and win games. We are a big club. We, I feel that at times maybe we had, uh, you know, become a little bit of mediocre, if I can say that. Because for us, you know, to, to go to, to ZPC and people are not even sure if the team is going to win there, I feel like it's disservice to this club, to this great club. See. Uh, caretaker coach there for Highlanders, uh, Joe Lupata, talking about the fact that their weekend has been, their week has been uh, very fruitful because they've had a, a, a decent amount of preparation. Yeah, coaches come and go uh, and uh, professionals have got to just uh, uh, strap up their, their uh, pull themselves up at the bootstraps and get on with it. And Highlanders has quite a few seasoned pros. Hopefully, they'll do exactly that. Yeah, uh, I think I think they're in, in good stead. You know, you can uh, you can feel it from the way Joe is uh, is talking, is, is talking, speaking. You know, you, you can feel the sense of confidence in his uh, in his uh, in his uh, speech, and uh, I think that he believes that they've done well at training uh, during the week. You know, he's capable. I'm sure that he can actually uh, take them through. Let's uh, let's see. I'm I'm happy for him. I hope that he, he really does well because it augurs well for young upcoming coaches as well. I'm not sure about the issue here, Cuff A, you know, but uh, I think Highlanders are using the fact that you are sitting on the bench as an assistant coach. Yeah. So you cannot just now kick him out just and because the head coach is no longer there. Yeah. So I, I, you just be sitting there. He was there last week, last in the last game. Yeah. So why should he not be? He in this coming game, so I don't know. Maybe it's because the cafe coach is no more there. I'm, I'm not sure how they're going to do got, it. But they applied the, for the waiver, though. They've got the they've got the uh, the safety net, as it were, of him being interim coach, yes. which sort of helps him, doesn't it? It should, but um, <laughs> he's going to be acting as a head coach. Yeah, it still needs so, the standard. Mm. But I don't think so because if he's going to be acting as a head coach and the rules stipulate that a head coach should have a cafe A license, then he shouldn't be on the bench. And if you take a look at it, back in 2018, he led um, Tel One to the Premiership, and he's we're in 2022 and he still hasn't has his cafe A license. What is Joe Lupasa doing? He, no, but it's not his fault. Yeah, Sean, where are you? Where are you? Where are you living? In defense of Joe, there have where been no courses. There's been no opportunity for him to upgrade <laughs> himself to a, to, to a cafe, and also here's my deal guys I believe and and it's great for us to insist upon all club uh, club licensing and so on and so forth we are currently suspended by FIFA we can't hold the courses <laughs> anywhere okay so I don't think that we should be hard and fast about club licensing at this stage and at this at this particular time I think now if there's ever a moment where there should be a relaxation of club licensing not to say that we want to uh, reduce the standards mm. but certainly in cases like this we can't be hard and fast I think we should allow Joel to take charge of the because the, the, the association is complicit they haven't been running the courses yeah but they you know, not just now that we are banned like, 
last week. Yeah. No, this the courses were not here we for the past six years. Sean, this time I mean. I've been waiting for the cafe for five years now. This is five years we're getting into number six. They, they, they don't have it. And I'm not allowed to sit there on any bench uh, in, the, in the Premier Soccer League. Imagine, what am I doing? It's, it's, it's not my... It's are you, not, it's are not, you hinting, are you hinting that you've had job offers? I, listen, guys, I sympathize with... Yeah, somewhere, somewhere. I sympathize <laughs> with the situation and I understand it. But rules are rules. This whole thing of waivers and bending rules, this is this is just typically the Zimbabwean Sean, way. Sean, you always Sean, do this. Sean, the, thing, Sean, the thing is, the thing is, I'll, I'll give you a very good example. So say you were in grade 7. Yes. You were in grade 7, right? And then to go to Form 1, you need a grade 7 certificate. Yes. And then for five years, there are no, no grade exams. 7 exams. I get it. No, who's for? No, I'm, I'm asking. What do you do? What are these kids who are, who are, who are, who are in grade I'm 7 and the other ones that are coming from grade 6, yes. the other ones that are coming from grade 5, 6, 7, the other ones that are coming from grade 4, 5, 6, all of them, they're now waiting right there, waiting for the exam. At some point, Zimsek is going to announce that they that, And then Zimsek says, And then Zimsek, no, you cannot you, go. You, you cannot this is go the standard. Go. Listen, unfortunately. What do you do? I, I get that. Listen, I actually understand. But unfortunately, in that case, I'm collateral damage. Because if we keep doing this, then nothing will ever be fixed. So we have to fix our football. Those courses have to be run. But let's not be bending things. Just to, yeah, exactly. If anything, we should actually be playing football right now years. because we are banned. But they're not Why are we playing football? <laughs> sure. Because even if, we, if, sure, if, even know, if the league sure winners <laughs> win the league, sure. we're not going anywhere. Sure. It's not about the ban. The, sh- the courses have not been held for the past six years. But, but right now, if but right now, the right, was last yes, week. But I'm saying that we should implore the association to have these courses. And we have been the association do that. But, 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 <laughs> I, I, but I believe that the association in itself needs to clear the way so that we have the CAF A coaches available. Right now, we do not have the CAF A coaches available. Yes, they'll say, ah, we've got numbers or whatever the case may be. But then that's why we then start recycling the coaches and all of a sudden, Luke Masomere starts coaching. Uh, Highlanders again. I think while we are in the state, and I'm not. I know the coaches haven't been the the courses haven't been run for six years. Uh, but I'm saying, as long as we are suspended like this, that means that we can't run the courses anyway. Yes. So let Joe coach. Let Joe sit on the bench. Let it and for as long as it takes, and for as long as the association, because that's what's going to cause them to run the courses when they start realizing that they've got. Alois now sitting on a bench with a calf B. You've got Joe sitting on the bench. You've got another guy sitting on a on a, on a on a Premier League bench. Then they've got to run the courses. For now, there's no incentive because they're saying, "Ah, oh, we've got enough coaches." Barry, the thing is, it is calf that said the, calf, the the Zimbabwe is not holding those those courses. So it was, you know, because there was there was calf, corruption. Yes, you know, yeah. yes. Calf didn't give Zimbabwe any instruction that use it as a standard. Yeah. Every association can use any standard that they want because that. CAF A is the standard for CAF competition. Yes, yes. It's not the standard for any country to adopt. Zimbabwe decided. South African fan are going to go and coach in the go and coach Orlando Pirates. Kurt, Kurt Lenk is at yes. uh, Chipper. Yes. Uh, he, he, he just he, go he and was coach. playing yesterday. He, the he, next day he's coaching. He's coaching. So it's it's up to the association. So what we're saying is there is a better solution. We have our own local courses here that we used to have level one, level two, level three, level four. When you look at the syllabus, the content of these courses, some of them level three, level four, they're actually better 
the content is better than Kaf Kaf B. Mm. I don't know Kaf A because I was not there. I've never <laughs> been there. But I know to Kaf A, the, it's, 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 the content is not even better than what we have in, Kaf, in, in, in level 3 and level 4. But we decided to ditch our own local content. It's like we decided to, dim, to ditch Zimsek yeah. and say we want Cambridge. Cambridge yeah. And Cambridge is not providing us the exam. <laughs> He's saying you are not writing. Why don't we just carry on with our Zimsek? Yeah. And so for me, tomorrow, as NPC Kariba entertain Highlanders at Nyamunga at 1 p.m., let Joe sit on the bench. Yes, let the him team. sit. Let him coach. Black Rhinos will take on Wawa at Sakuva, while Harare City Entertainment, Wawa City and National Sports Stadium. Chicken Inn will be taking on Yada at Luveve, while FC Platinum Entertain Triangle at Mandava. That's potentially a tasty affair, that one. And then Gezi Platinum Stars will take on Manika Diamonds at the Baobab. Either on Sunday, it's Tenax versus Cranbourne Bullets at Sakuva, while Dynamos will take on Herentos at the National Sports Stadium. Wawa Chiefs will take on Caps United at Luveve. Just before we go off the subject, Sean, let me tell you, most of the coaches who are coaching in Division 1 are not CAF A, and there's better football in the lower leagues. Hi, my name is Rune Shamba, my Toria's super striker. You're listening to ZFM Sports. Around the world in 60 seconds, international sports news. Alright, we serve off in New Zealand where the Crusaders ease to a 28-15 win over the Queensland Reds in Christchurch on Friday uh, to lock down second spot in Super Rugby and book a home playoff with the same team. Fergus Burke, Will Jordan, Brody McAllister and Tom Christie scored the tries for the Crusaders who will host the seventh-placed Reds for a second successive week in the quarterfinals. In the rest of Super Rugby Pacific fixtures, Fiji and Drua take on the Chiefs, Moana Pacifica host the Brumbies, Waratahs versus the Blues, Western Force versus the Hurricanes and Rebels versus the Highlanders. In Monaco, home hero Charles Leclerc set the pace ahead of Sergio Perez in Monaco. A Grand Prix first practice as Formula One's most prestigious and demanding weekend started with a close fight at the front between Ferrari and Red Bull. Uh, though Mercedes were plagued by more bouncing, <laughs> poor voicing. Uh, Leclerc, born and bred in the Principality, but still yet to even finish the iconic race, hit back after losing his championship lead last weekend in Spain to lead the way in P1 as the new, bigger 2022 cars hit the famous narrow Monte Carlo streets uh, for the first time. Pole will be key. We'll give you the results of that Grand Prix on Monday. And in the United States, the Golden State Warriors beat the Dallas Mavericks 120 to 110 uh, to seal their return to the NBA Finals. After missing out the past two years, the Warriors clinched a 4-1 win in the Western Conference Finals as Clay Thompson scored a game-high 32 points. Golden State will face either Boston Celtics or the Miami Heat from next Thursday with Boston having the chance to clinch the Eastern Conference Finals at home early tomorrow morning. Cross my heart, hope to die. The hits. You know. This is where hit music lives. See the big leagues. The big teams, the big players, the beautiful game on ZFM Sport. <laughs> it's time 
to bring it to a close. Uh, the 2021-2022 edition of the UEFA Champions League concludes uh, tomorrow evening. The UEFA Champions League final is on and Liverpool manager Jurgen Klopp has insisted he is not out for vengeance in the Champions League final as two of the most successful sides in European Cup history, Liverpool and Real Madrid, meet in the final for the third time in Paris tomorrow night. Uh, the match represents a rerun of the 2018 showpiece which lost Blancos 1-3-1 after Liverpool talisman Mohamed Salah was forced off with a dislocated shoulder sustained in a controversial challenge with then Real defender and captain Sergio Ramos after just half an hour. Let's hear from Jurgen Klopp. It's, um, you never know how often you will reach the Champions League final. You better use the few opportunities you get. So for us, it's now really special the third time in the last five years. That's really special with this group and we have made we obviously had all downs and ups in our in our own um, Champions League history, and we will face the team. So we were in the last five years three times there. I don't know exactly the number, but Real Madrid in the last ten years won it probably five times or at least four times. So that makes it really special. So that's how I said, and a lot of these players were always involved in these kind of games. <laughs> so um, yeah, it will be a great game. Uh, I really think the world will be red or white on this match day, um, and that's exactly how it should be. It's it's real. Um, historically, two teams were always um, um, strong in this competition, and now in the presence as well which is a good sign competing with this kind of calibers is um, the best thing you can do uh, but obviously we are not going there just to be part of that's clear um, but um, anyway uh, to be 100 honest uh, I can't wait to go there and not because I think ah, I remember let him, let him kick them or whatever not at all I know how difficult it will be it's just having the chance to go again for it is really special see now, the voice there of Jurgen Klopp, the manager of Liverpool and Alois. This one is a tasty affair no matter what. We're likely to see uh, two teams that both want it. Uh, one will have defensive solidity, that's for sure, and Real Madrid will, will be that team. And the other one will have a lot of attacking intent in Liverpool. At least that's how I foresee it playing out. Yeah, I, you see, when I, when I, when I look at, uh, at this game, baby, I don't think Real Madrid are that balanced to actually say they're going to be playing uh, with defensive solidity because they, they, the defense is actually their weakest their weakest <laughs> part their weakest department when you when you look at, uh, at that team especially the, uh, the the back four yes they've got a very good goalkeeper but uh, they, their defense is not really for me uh, they were some of the best defenses in Europe you know but going forward I actually think that's where they are much more uh, potent because defensively as well in the midfield they've got slow guys in the, in that, in yeah, that yeah, yeah. so I think they can be penetrated mm. you know uh, if they want to, to to stay in contention with this game I think they actually need to actually go for it yeah to attack because if they sit they don't have the they don't have the capacity to sit and pack a bus I don't think I don't think they've Sean, is, is it as simple as uh, he who controls the ball wins um I actually don't think so. I think it's as simple as who he who takes their chances okay. will yeah. win. Uh, because I expect um, Liverpool to dominate the ball, to be on the front foot. And um, Real Madrid will have to do what they've been doing all competition. Stay in the games and then look to get something when the opportunities arise. Because with um, Vinny Jr., uh, at some point, you're guaranteed that he might have a one-on-one situation and then he'll find Karim Benzema. And uh, so, 
it's about the <laughs> managing. A bit like <laughs> <laughs> pretty much, pretty much. Because if you take a look at it, um, we've got Fabino in there, and then um, I'm not sure if Thiago is going to start, and then you've also got Nabiketa, and then you've got Modric. You've got um, Casemiro, and then you also have Cruz. And Cruz hasn't been in, hasn't in the been best the same of form. Guy. Nah, and, he hasn't. And, and another, that's a big call. If I am Carlo Ancelotti, I start Kamavinga. But he might look to bring on Kamavinga later on. So, pra- pragmatically looking at it, if Carlo is being real with himself, he knows Liverpool is the better team. So, I'd say that they need to stay in the game and then at some point do the gear switch that they always do, raise up their level, and then go after Liverpool when and they have to make sure that defensively unfortunately this time around they would have to be solid and like Alos are saying is it doesn't really back that uh, Real Madrid um, defence and uh, uh, Sean brings a very interesting part in terms of the team news because uh, he talked about what Real Madrid potentially could line up as but let's take a look at Liverpool and Liverpool welcome back uh, uh, two very important pieces to their puzzle Mo Mo Salah fit enough to play a, a part in that Wolves game which is the last game of the season and then Van Dijk fit enough to be on the bench now we are sure he's going to be in that lineup so those two critical for the for for their return Fabinho we also understand is back in full contact training uh, meaning that he is likely to be at the the pivot of that uh, uh, midfield so it's a Liverpool side that might be missing only Thiago of which in terms of Liverpool's depth it's not a big miss, albeit that you miss the quality of the passes that he can provide if he doesn't make it uh, to be fit in time. Yeah, I think with the with the with the return of those three, uh, like you may say, they 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 form a very big part of uh, of Liverpool play. You know the uh, the stem actually. You know you've got one in central defence, one in central midfield, and one uh, one in the attack. Mm. So I actually think that uh, they 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 form a very big integral part of, of of the team. And when they are there, Liverpool are almost like at full strength. But uh, like you talked about Thiago, yes, Thiago is going to be missed, to be honest, because he was in his element. You know, he was at the top of his game and he was now beginning to show why he was bought uh, by by Liverpool and then he's not 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 going to be playing. But like you say, depth they've got and uh, I'm sure that uh, they, 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 they will play, they will welcome these three more than they will miss. Thiago. Thiago, if he yes. doesn't make it, make yeah, it to if be he doesn't, if, he, if he doesn't, if he uh, doesn't uh, make it. So they probably they'll be almost at full strength. Apparently he's, he's in a race against time uh, to try and make it to be fit for that game. And uh, again, you've got the likes of Naby Keita, James Milner that can come into that position. I'm not sure if Curtis Jones will be in the reckoning, but every time that he's been called upon, he's yeah, done the job. job. So... Uh, I think Liverpool probably this is their the, the deepest that they've been in a very long time and as a result they've been chasing on all fronts remember the quadruple was on until last weekend where they lost the premiership to to Manchester City now that'll be motivation won't it so Sean to say we missed out on the quadruple but let's get another uh, Champions League uh, crown. Yeah, and especially on the back of the 2018 final, which um, one particular player, Mohamed Salah, feels like they were robbed, especially him going off after that uh, Sergio Ramos incident. A where cynical, he actually, cynical foul. Mm-hmm. A cynical Ramos. foul. And he's been talking up revenge. And the build-up to all of this, we've all been assuming that Liverpool have revenge in their mindset. But now we've heard uh, Jurgen Klopp saying, no, it's not about revenge. Even Sergio Mane has come out and said, no, it's not about revenge. And then 
that makes me worry a little bit because I'm not getting um, the unity that should be coming out of the team in terms of what their approach to the game is. Are they going after revenge <laughs> or not? I, I, I think I think uh, the the comments coming out of uh, Liverpool have largely been motivational to try and see if they can fire up the troops to be ready for a battle because they know it's going to be a battle against Real Madrid and if they're going to get anything out of this game they've got to bring their A game you you, you see you see uh, Sean when it comes to uh, games like this if you if you go and say this is revenge, some some of the players they 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 they, they misinterpret this whole thing and the emotions are going to run wild. Yes, and it's it, they don't want that. They want controlled emotions. This is not revenge because when we revenge, I don't to you. I don't you know those kind of things. So they are focusing on this is a Champions League final. We are preparing for a Champions League final, not revenge against anybody. We are meeting Real Madrid. In a Champions League final, this is what we are preparing for. A football match on that day. It's not revenge, but we are going to prepare Alice. to win that match. But what it has done is that because of these comments, we've now um, heard um, Real Madrid midfielder Fede actually come out and say that they feel disrespected by the comments uh, that Mohamed Salah was saying and that they are very motivated to shut... Liverpool now, up. Now, here's the thing. That gets emotions boiling, now, yes. and we don't want that. And, and, and the thing is that, and in my view, I think then it works in Liverpool's favour as well because it then destabilises the opponent because regardless of what the instructions are, and remember, they already know that they're not going to have the majority of the ball. Without the majority of the ball, the one thing that you absolutely need is discipline. Yes. If you lose your discipline, you will get cut. So for me, I think that all of these emotions that have been bubbling up, it's a cup final, guys. It's going to happen. Those emotions, whoever manages that emotional temperature best is the one who's going to come out with a result. News coming through is that Thiago trained today and is fit to play the Champions League a final. Uh, we have messages coming through from uh, uh, listeners who are advising us that as well. We had just received uh, that news. Uh, as a Liverpool fan, uh, my concern is not so much with Benzema, but with Vinny Jr. I feel that Trent's defensive abilities will be stretched such that Matip and Fabinho uh, will have to assist. I think VVD is well able to defuse the Benz. Uh, Liverpool is very much aware of Real Madrid's raging comebacks in the final minutes, uh, so the Reds won't be taken by surprise. I see Liverpool taking it to one that's LP in Mabel Ray. That comment about um, VVD, right, against um, Karim Benzema, that would work if Karim Benzema was your typical stay-in-the-box type of number nine. But we've seen how he does. He's been dropping in. He's been going out wide, left or right. So some of the defensive duty is going to be on Fabino in terms of covering the gaps whenever he comes into midfield and but what that also does that it creates gaps as well yeah and we've also seen that Fede Valverde is good on that third man run you see you see that's where there is a need for for Liverpool to keep their shape and not worry about any individual player Mm, You, you stay in your zone you keep your shape Benzema Rabuda and Zonia Fabino Fabino deals with Benzema. Yes. Okay, and the wide Kuna Trent he deals there. Once they start thinking of VVD, you are the one who can contain Benzema, then everything is going to be thrown into disarray because they will make use of it and destabilize the defense. I would rather Liverpool stay, keep their shape and focus 
on their guys, lines. Guys, from a tactical perspective, we know what to expect from Liverpool. We, I don't think even Liverpool knows what to expect from Real Madrid because they have been using various methods to get results this entire season. Now, football pundit Stuart Robson believes it's going to be an interesting tactical battle between Liverpool and Real Madrid. Let's hear from him, then I want to hear from you guys. Not this season, but the last season showed how to play against Real Madrid when they outpowered them, they outran them, they found spaces in behind uh, Real Madrid's midfield. And I thought in most of the Champions League games against PSG, against Man City, that would happen again. Yep. But they've somehow found a way of keeping in the game and then winning it. I think Liverpool, if they are, and we talk about Fabinho and Thiago being fully fit and they play at a high tempo and they keep sticking the ball in behind Real Madrid, in my view, they're still the better team of the two. I'm going to go with a very similar score. I'm going to go 2-1 to Liverpool and I think for exactly the same reason we talked about, they've got more pace in the side. I think they play, they press the ball, they might catch Real Madrid out by catching them on the ball high up the field. I think they've got players that can run in behind Real Madrid. Alaba might not be fully fit, so there's another player that could be, a, a, not a liability, but could be exposed. Liverpool 2-1. <laughs> Stuart Robson uh, reckons that it's going to be Liverpool uh, 2-1. How important is it, Sean, for Real Madrid to be able to, when they win possession, to be able to get out quickly before Liverpool is able to press them because we know that there's going to be the two there's going to be VVD and whoever partners in whether it's Konate or Matip I suspect it's going to be Matip who will be sitting and to get that out ball and try and get behind them how important is it for them to it's going to be very important which is why I think Carlo Ancelotti should also be looking at Rodrigo um, uh, out on the other flank because I think there's going to be a lot of emphasis on Vini Jr and we've seen that Rodrigo if he if you let him go if you forget about him he's also equal destructive so it's going to be um, very important for them to be very quick on the transition because that's where they'll get their opportunities especially with how Liverpool like to step up press high mm. yeah. yeah and that, that high press can be good but when sprung you're in trouble yeah um, you see uh Real Madrid they don't have that uh, that long ball out which is good for Liverpool you know, I, I haven't seen them doing uh, what Liverpool sometimes actually does that. That, you know what, if you press them high, they've got that one thing from Van Dijk. Straight to Salah, straight to Mane, out of the defence. Real Madrid, they don't have that. They, don't, they will have yeah. to get out nippily. You yeah. know, like they have to... Uh, the spaces, with yeah. the, yes. So it's not going to be easy. This is not going to be an <laughs> easy game. Easy they, game. Need, they, need some, they needed somebody who can actually ping the ball to, to finish as a uh, junior and he gets out because he has got the speed. I've seen Alaba do that. high, hit it. I've seen Alaba do that in, 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 I can't remember who they were playing in La Liga, if, but if, Alaba if, actually... If he can try to do that and deliver those ones, yeah. then it can happen. But yeah. if they try to get out with the ball, it's not gonna, it's not, it's not gonna help. It's not gonna uh, happen. Alaba seems to have that in his locker. However, if he's not 100% fit, he might not want to try that. Pierre in Warren Park says Real Madrid are favourites are going into tomorrow's final. They had a tougher route. They had a tougher route uh, to the final. I, it would be good to see the Africans win this cup, and Mane will have a higher chance to win Ballon d'Or. Uh, tough one to predict. The game will be won on who is the most efficient in front of goal. Agreeing with you, Sean. My heart is saying liver to, to deliver, but the streets are not safe. Madrid has been more than magical. Liverpool three-one over Madrid. He reckons you'll never walk alone. And Pierre says 
I'm a Chelsea fan. <laughs> Albeit that he said you'll never yeah. walk alone. So I think the efficiency in front of goal is it, uh, agreed that it's going to be critical. But Barry, you, mm. you you had me thinking about that long ball, right? Yeah. Yep. And I think that would be suited if Mendy plays. Um, I'm saying Mendy. I mean, um, Alaba plays yep. as, as a central defender. Yep. But is he going to be playing as a central defender, or is he going to go out to his li- usual left back position? Left back position, or be the left sided centre defender in a three yes so it's a question of what Ancelotti said can you see how many (laughs) structures or systems we've just suggested in that moment (laughs) Ancelotti using everything and anything to get a result and likely is that that old tactician that wily tactician has got a plan for Liverpool you know I I actually think that Real Madrid is not <laughs> to get a result, uh, money game. game. Yeah. yeah, that's why I actually think that there's a way to say this. Guys, you don't wait to in the moment. Just let's just do it. And this one says, uh, why Real Madrid will clinch it. Interestingly, when in the Europa Cup, Eintracht Frankfurt lifted it uh, as they came through the Group D stages, and now with Real Madrid coming from Group D stages, <laughs> nah, the superstitions don't work. <laughs> phases, they can clinch silverware away tomorrow. There's Love Moka showing who the cards are now one that, in nah. Harare. If they Uru clinch Amari it, it will be because that they've come out of Group <laughs> D evening sports team. After all the talk and speculation, come Monday, we'll be talking about Real Madrid winning the Champions League. Uh, Bafe in Mavuku. I know, guys, if they win, it's not because they're in Group D, guys. <laughs> Let's not feed that. Madrid Bora Salanganyari. Madrid Irkutora Mkombe, it's Desire Mudoni out in Mutare. Thanks for getting in touch, Desire. Let's read one more message before we get the predictions of the uh, studio team. Uh, let's pick this one. As a Liverpool supporter, my concern is not so much with Benzema he did we read this one didn't we yes we did that's LP in Mabel Rain uh, this one says hello I fancy Liverpool no doubt Real Madrid uh, are inveterate <laughs> they have become chronic we are cognizant but Liverpool are going to lay a myriad of rancorous blows on Madrid they will come cats and dogs on Real Madrid until they are utterly be dabbled and knock the living daylights out of Los Blancos if Madrid bring just their lucky star to this match they'll be bringing knives to a gunfight if we are to marry the two teams from soup to nuts more will come from Liverpool VVD and co will forge and euthanize uh, Benz and Co. Whilst at the other end, the surreal triumvirate of Mo, Mane, and Diaz extirpate <laughs> and raise the sorry and porous Madrid backline. I will say no more. Let me save my breath to cool my porridge. 3 1 to Liverpool. This has to be thanks. Thanks, Mudzim. <laughs> thanks. Vocabulary. Scoreline, Sean. I think the longer the game goes, Real Madrid will win it. But I anticipate that Liverpool will be up for it and they'll blitz them within the first 30-35 minutes. So I'm going to give it to Liverpool 3-1. 3-1 to Liverpool, Alois. I'm giving it 2-1 to Real Madrid. 2-1 to Real Madrid. Okay, yeah. all right. I am going for a uh, 2-1 scoreline to the Reds of Liverpool. You'll never walk alone. Have a good weekend, Zimbabwe. May God richly bless you. That's my story. And I'm sticking to it. Manandi, out.
is Messi. It is the cleanest of clean finishes from the best on the planet. The biggest sports stories. Chelsea, UEFA Champions League winners of 2021. The biggest interviews. That uh, such a great spectacle is ruined by such such thuggish behaviour. And all the analysis right here. He's the one player that has the arrogance to think that he can play in any stadium in the world and any pitch in the world, in front of any player in the world and take them on. Every weekday, it's my sport, it's your sport. It's ZFM Sport on ZFM Stereo. My station, your station. Hi, this is Mike Mundled and you can catch me and the team for all the latest breaking news out of the world of sport, local as well as international, on your favorite station, my station, your station, ZFM. We are Z Team on ZFM Sport. Z.